0: What's good with you? I hope everything is well. My name is Peyton, and this is Peyton's Piano. And I'm here to tell you that we're talking about Sir Sean today. Sir Sean on Spooncast.net. Of course, you can go to the description uh, in this podcast that you're listening to and find the link to his profile right there. And uh, go enjoy. Go enjoy the good sounds that come out of Sir Sean Because it is well worth it. And you can also go find me there and follow along. Because if you are a fan of me, you'll be able to be here while I'm recording this very episode of the podcast. So, if you're not listening right now in a live stream, that means you're listening to this far too late in my opinion. Far too late. But that's just me. Anyway, Sir Sean. Oh, happy... August 27th, by the way. I I always forget to give the date because, you know, like this day in music, that doesn't really ever come out right. So, anyway, I listened to a cover that uh, Sir Sean did, and it was a cover of the song uh, A Thousand Years. Let me tell you, Sir Sean has an excellent voice. Again, like I said yesterday, I've been on a good streak of finding people that are doing what they need to do. Uh, That's all I'll say, really. If you go and listen to any of the people that I've reviewed in the last two days, then and today, today included, so I guess the last three days, you'll be able to see what I'm talking about. It's very professionally done, the things that these people are putting out. So I would definitely recommend going and supporting them in any way you can. So... This, let's see, The uh, usually I talk about the audio quality in these recordings, and I know that most recordings that you're going to find on Spoon are done, for lack of a better term, in an amateur way. They're usually recording from their phone, you know, or like their earbuds, the microphone on their earbuds. Uh, but I wrote down the audio quality is something to ponder at. It's something to wonder about. Because if you're familiar with the song "A Thousand Years," you know how it goes. You know how the feeling of the song is. It, it, it's a it 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 conveys a unique type of emotion that you're supposed to feel while listening to the song. The uh, the quality was very echoey. It was consistent in quality, yet it sounded like he's too far from the microphone. Uh, voice wise you know what I mean Uh, his instrument wasn't but his voice was and uh, the way the best way I can describe it is the entire song sounds like he's performing in a full yet silent bar and someone is recording him from the back of that bar like someone far away from him is recording him but the acoustics are good enough that you can hear him just fine but you can tell he's far away it's so strange but it's worth listening to. I think it's rather unique, because there are ways to make it work. There are ways to make it work, but you have to know how. You have to know how to get that done. Uh, so uh, I wrote down that his voice was super, because I always I always compliment the voices. You know what I mean? But his it, it was it fit this song really really well, and uh, it, like I've been saying for a while now. When you know what songs you can perform, you'll notice how much better those songs are than the ones that are outside of your comfort range, or the outside of your range in general. I mean, you could talk technically or just in, in the general sense of style or genre or whatever, speed, whatever you want. But this, his voice fit this song really well. And, you know, it is also something to be said about uh, different, uh, you know, being of the opposite gender singing a song, uh, you know, because the song A Thousand Years, that was performed by uh, a woman. But uh, this is quite obviously a man. So... Uh, the fact that he did it so well speaks to the fact that you don't have to stick to songs that are of that are performed by someone of your gender you can make it yours you can make it yours especially if it's if the lyrics can apply to everyone you know those types of songs it doesn't matter who sings them if you can do it then do it that's what i say it just gives you content uh, and it gives you a little more to explore in if that was something that you were struggling with before. So uh, I noted, this is this is kind of a nitpicky compliment, but I loved it. He made the song his own in a way uh, that surprised me when I heard it. I had to listen to the song a few times because it was such a good hook in the song. Um, there is a part of the song Uh, where he uses some minor falls if you don't want if you don't know what a minor fall is go look it up i can't really explain it too well but um a minor fall uh he used it in a certain part of the song every time throughout uh when he was singing in the same spot in every verse or chorus um you'll hear it if you listen to the original recording of it from the artist that performed it first, then go listen to Sir Sean. You'll hear what I'm talking about. It makes it a different song, I think, and it was really, really good. Um, his the use of his instrument was really, really good. It was unwavering. I said, and that just means that it was obvious that he had played the song multiple times and was comfortable enough to record it and put it out. I don't know how many times he went at it to uh, make this recording, but it seemed that he knew what he was doing, and there were no issues with how he played. There weren't. There were none, and I was very impressed by that. Now, these closing notes of mine on Sean are more of a rant towards everybody rather than just him because I've already complimented the the quality of his sound uh, even though it wasn't crystal clear, it still worked for the song. What I'm about to go through here is more of a issue that I see all around. Rather than just him, I'm just using uh, this as the platform to speak from. Um, although my one critique would be to figure out where the microphone needs to be while play while he plays or sings like I said, because still, it wasn't crystal clear, it's it's a weird thing, I'm sorry, just let me read this, <laughs> um, he needs to figure out where the microphone needs to be while he plays or sings, uh, in this song, it worked rather well in his favor, just because of what the song was, however, I have listened to a few of his other songs, and can say it needs to be addressed, I forgot about that, yeah, he needs to figure it out, because not all the songs that he's done, uh, are are of the quality it needs to be for the song he's singing so he needs to get it figured out to where he can clear it up overall and this is more of the rant part overall i think sir sean is a very solid musician who is very close to honing his craft uh he sounds really good in both instrument and voice but something needs to be done about the effort put into what he releases and this goes for everybody Uh, Again, I do not bash people. I only want to see people like Sir Sean get to be as good as they can and uh, pursue reaching their full potential. The quality of the work you release does make a difference. Your fans will thank you and appreciate you more if the quality of the music in question is recorded to the best of the ability of the musician. This goes for everybody, not just Sean. I want to hear more from Sir Sean with this in mind, with him thinking about this in the future. There are too many good musicians. Let me say that again. There are too many good musicians on Spoon right now that don't put a lot of effort into the recording process. You can do it well from your phone. I know you can. I've heard it. I've heard it a lot of times. I would very much prefer everyone else figured out how to do that. I don't want to sound mean. I'm just being brutally honest right now. You have to figure out how to release better quality sounding music. It's not to say that the song won't be good, because I've done that multiple times before. I've said the song was really good, but you have to listen past the sound quality to hear how good the song was but how much easier would it be for people to realize how good the song is if you didn't have recording issues anyway just something that's just something to think about all right use it if you want to it'll go a lot better for you if you do but if you don't then you can you can ride that wave all right but like i said sir sean excellent excellent musician just needs some help in the recording department and it can be done you don't have to spend any more money than what you have already spent on the equipment that you need because it's right there in front of you so anyway what do you think we should get into this day in music i think but go listen to sir sean he's a good musician and i want to hear more from him but i want to hear it better all right So let's get in to this day in music. In 1988, on this day, George Michael, it's about George Michael. I always say that first. I don't know why. Anyway, in 1988, Monkey gave George Michael his eighth U.S. number one single in the 1980s a record only beaten by Michael Jackson in 1991 Pearl Jam released their debut album 10 the group's most commercially successful album which was sold over which has sold rather over 13 million copies produced uh, three hit singles alive even flow and Jeremy, and then in 1994, Boys to Men started a 14-week run at number one on the U.S. singles chart with "I'll Make Love to You," a number five hit in the U.K. The record-breaking 14-week stay came to an end when they knocked themselves from the top with "On Bended Knee," and this has been today in music. Let's get into the fun fact and. Uh, trivia portion of the show. So today's fun fact in a 2008 study, Uh, Okay, let me start this over. A 2008 study discovered people tend to drink more alcohol in a lesser amount of time if there is loud music playing wherever they are. If there's loud music playing, they will drink more and quickly. Soak that in for a minute. Think about if you are of age, think about places that you've gone where the music is blaringly loud. Did you drink more? I tried to think about it and I could say, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Can't remember. (laughs) No, not really. Anyway, um, I don't doubt it. Maybe that's maybe I, I bet there's some sort of truth to that. I don't know what would cause it. They didn't explain it. They just said that, uh, yeah. So that's the fun fact for today. Just think on that, chew on that for a bit. Let's get into the, uh, trivia portion how about so as always as always I'm going to let the people in the live stream chat give me their answers if they know an answer to it um and I'm going to give a little time in between I'll ask it a few times wait and then give you the answer you know how it goes so the question is which U.S. state calls itself home to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame where is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame they said this would be a super hard question but I thought it was a com I thought it was common knowledge which US state calls itself home to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame I'm watching the comments. Watching the comments. The answer. The oh, we got a we got a correct answer. All right, in the live stream, we've got okay. Her name should be Lynn Scarlet, but she just went through a drastic name change to Lib Scarbet. Uh, <laughs> and she was correct. It is Ohio. Ohio is the correct answer. So take uh, take that for what it's worth. Now you know something that you didn't know before. That's what trivia is supposed to do, I think. No, wait. Trivia, you're supposed to know the answers. I don't know how you'd find out something that you don't know. Probably just scrolling through Facebook or something. So anyway, yeah. I thought that was common knowledge. I believe it's Cleveland, Ohio is where it is. Uh, it is located in cleveland ohio and yes it is an actual place it's not just something that people get inducted to and it doesn't exist anywhere else it's not it's not fake it's it's a real thing it's an actual building so anyway that's that's that um so how about we talk about getting out of here so go show your love and constructive support constructive support to sir sean on spoon and again you will find that link in the description of this very episode you can find me on spoon facebook and instagram at peyton's piano and then oh like i said i would do this i would start doing this this podcast is available on my wonderful distributor anchor Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and last but not least, iHeartRadio. I hope you all have a wonderful time. I hope it's cooler there than it is here, because it is 100 degrees until 9 o'clock at night, where I'm at. But that's just me. Enough about me. You guys have a wonderful time.